Shalom to all. Today's office is getting Dafnun Dalin, and we're starting about the 12th line with the words Toshma. And today's office sponsor, Lili Nishmas, Mars Miriam Sarabas, Yaakov Moshe, her Nishama should have an Aliyah, and Lili Nishmas, Rabbi Yasef Yantif, Ben Abrasher Anshul, his Nishama should have an Aliyah. Now we conclude the previous Gemara explaining that of Mayor holds we cannot shagig atu mazid with Durabanans, but not Dairaisas. So when dealing with Hezek Shane and Nicker, like being Matame as friend's food, even if he does so Bishagig, he's Chayiv. Atu, he may do so Bimazid. But I want to try to prove that it's actually not so. There of Mayor does not with the Gemara says, Tashma, Let's say a person ate truma, which was tamei. He has to pay back with chulin, which is tahar. Shilim chulin tamei and mahu. Let's say he ended up paying with chulin that was tamei. What's the halacha? So I'm a mayor. Socha says in the name of Rav Mayor, Bishaygig. If he paid back with tamei chulin, Bishaygig, Tashlum of Tashlumin, it's a valid payment. Bimezid ain't Tashlum of Tashlumin, so Bimezid, so it's not considered a valid payment. Whereas a chum, I'm the chum, say, Echad zev echad zev. It doesn't make a difference if he paid back Bishaygig or Bimezid with this tamei chulin. Tashlum of Tashlumin is a valid payment. But now he has to pay again with Chulun Tahirim. But Vavinaba, we ask God this, even if he paid back with Chulun Tameyan, why is that not a valid payment? He should be blessed for this. Why so? Because he ate something of the Kayans that the Kayan was not able to eat when he's Tameh, because Tameh Truma is not allowed to be eaten by Kayan, even if the Kayan's Tameh, but he paid him back with something that the Kayan is able to eat when he's Tameh. When the Kayan's Tameh, he's able to eat Chulun Tameyan. So why is it not a valid payment? Vamarava Rava says, Vamila Kadi, some say Kadi said it. Who's Kadi? So either this is the name of the Amira, or it just means an unnamed Amira said this. Really, Bryce is missing something, and this is what should be taught. If he had Chumah that's Tameh, he could just pay back with a Kalshu, meaning anything. He can even pay back with Chulun that's Tameh. But if he ate Chumah that's Tahar, he has to pay with Tahar Chulun. But let's say he paid with Chulun that's Tameh. So Sumchas Aymushim Rameir, Sumchas says the name Rameir, if he paid with this chulin tamein b'shaygeg, it's a valid payment. B'meizid ain't tashlum tashlumin. But if he paid back with meizid, it's not a valid payment. V'chamayim l'chamim say echad zevachad zev. Whether he paid back with chulin tamein b'shaygeg or b'meizid tashlum tashlumin, it's a valid payment. But v'chazim shalom chulin tyrin, he has to go and pay again with chulin tyrin. Now v'amar v'achab brid ravikar v'achab brid ravikar says hachab b'katsu shaygeg atu meizid ikabenayu. The machlokas are the chum over here is whether or not we're going to knas shaygeg atu meizid. And we clearly see over here there are mayor holds that we're not going to knas shaygeg atu meizid. And this is all in a dinder abanan. So we see there are mayor does not knas shaygeg. So Gemara says, Hachi Hasha, is that really so? That's not a question. Over there, in this scenario that we just brought up, the person is trying to pay. He's a good guy. He intends to pay the kind back for eating what he ate. So now Nakam say we should get up and kenas him for doing this? He obviously had no intention for bad. And he made a mistake. He accidentally paid with Chulun Tameyan and not Tahirin. But it's not a reason to kenas him. As opposed to, for example, being Matami, his friend's food, we can't say that he's a kosher guy that he was intending for the best. He clearly was dealing with food in a state of Tumah. That's not called having the right intention and therefore we will kenas him there even if it's Bishaygig. And now the Gemara is going to ask a number of questions, but the answer is going to be the same, that this guy intended to do what's right, he intended to do something good, so there's no reason to kenas him. So next question, Tashma, Damshanitma v'zarku, and blood of a karm came Tameh, but the kain sprinkled on the Mizbech anyway. Bishaygig, if it is so Bishaygig, Hurtza. So there's Ritsu for that carbon. there's a concept that it sits, the golden plate worn by the kain God on his forehead is Marasa for this carbon, and it's even allowed to be eaten by the owner. Bimezid, but if the kain sprinkled his blood, Bimezid, Lai Hurtza, there's no Ritsui. The carbon is kosher, it was Mechaper for the owners, but 
or they're not allowed to eat from it. Now, Midaraisa, there should be a ritzui for this carbon, even if the kind sprinkled the blood bemazed. And the only reason why there's not a ritzui is because of Xer Drabanon. So once again, we see over here that Rav Meir does not knas Shagig Atu Mezid or with the Drabanon. So Rav Lachar Meir, Meir will tell you, Hachi Hash, is that really so? Hasam Gavril Chaburi Kamachavin. Over there, the Kayin, when he sprinkled the blood Bishagig, he had intention to be Machaper for the owner, so he's trying to do something good. Anan Nekam Venikna say, we should get up and knas him and say, the owner's not allowed to eat the carbon. Obviously, we're not going to do that, so this is not a question. Hashma, another tempted question. Hamaaser Bishabes, someone who takes off Meiser on Shabbos, which we know is Aser only Midrabanon. Bishagig, did so Bishagig, Yachal, he's allowed to eat that food. Bishagig, did so Bishagig, Yachal, is not allowed to eat it. So once again, we have a question on our mayor. We clearly see he does not knas Shagig Atu Mezid when we're dealing with Drabanons. So Gemara once again says, Hachiash, is that really so? Hasam Gavril Tkuni Kamachavin. This person is a good guy. He's trying to metak in his food. He didn't have intention to do something wrong, Bidafka. He's trying to metak in it from its Usr status. And now, Lake of say, we should get up and knas him? Obviously not. So there's no question. Tashma, another attempted question. Hamat Vokalim Bishabes. Every person immerses, he's Toy Vokalim on Shabbos, which he's not allowed to do. Bishagig does so, Bishagig. Shtamish Behen, he's allowed to use them. Bemazid. Loi Shtamish Behen, he's not allowed to use them. So once again, we have a question. This or if Toy Vokalim on Shabbos is only the Rabbanon. So we clearly see that we do not knas Shagig out to Mezid. So once again, the Gemara says, Hachi Hash, is that really so? Hasam Gavril Turimani Kamachavin. Over here, the person's trying to metahir his Kaili. So I now like him looking to say, we should get up and knas him. He's trying to do what's right. There's no reason to knas him. Now the Gemara goes to Shitas Rabbi Huda. Rami Rabbi Huda had Rabbi Huda, but Rabbanon. We're going to ask a steer on Shitas Rabbi Huda when it comes to Dina Drabanon. Rabbi Huda said that we're only going to knas Shregig Atu Mezid when we're dealing with your Raisas and not the Rabbanons. But now we have a question on that. Titan, you have a Braisa. Nundala based on the top. So before we start this Braisa, let's just understand what it's talking about. We know that Arla, the first three years of fruit that grow on a tree, is Asr to eat. And if Arla fruit falls into fruit that's allowed to be eaten, so it Asr's the entire mixture, unless there's a 1 to 200 ratio, meaning one Arla fruit falls into 200 Chulin, regular ones, so there's Bittal over there and it's Mutter, nothing's Asr. However, in this Braisa, we're talking about special nuts that are called a Geyser Perech, and these, the Rabbana or Geyser, are not even Bottle 1 in a 1,000, because they're extremely Chash of nuts. The only way that they're Bottle is if they're crushed. Once they're crushed, they lose their Chashivas, and then they'll be Bottle 1 in 200. So the Braisa tells us Nuflu. Some of these nuts fell into a whole bunch of other nuts, Beniftu, and then the fellow crushed them. Echad Shagig and Mezid, whether he crushed them Beshagig or Bemezid, Loyalu, there's no Betel over here. Divir Ameir, Rabbi Yehuda, that's what Ameir and Rabbi Yehuda say. However, Rabbi Yisri, Rabbi Shimon, I remember both Rabbi Yisri and Rabbi Shimon say, Beshagig, if he had crushed them Beshagig, Yalu. So then there's Betel. Bemezid, Loyalu, only if he crushed them Bemezid, so then there's no Betel. Now here's the question. We know that one falling into two is Betel. That's because we have Rive. The majority over here is okay, and so there's going to be betel. However, for Rabban who the gazer, it was only the Rabban that were geyser that by these nuts, even one in a thousand, there's not going to be betel. But still, with Rabbi Yehuda, we see the Rabbi Yehuda kenasses him that when these geyser parach of Arla fall into other nuts that are not Arla, and he crushed them all up, so technically there should be betel. Even if he did so b'shaygig, there's still not going to be betel. Clearly, we see that when we're dealing with the Rabbanons, Rabbi Yehuda is geyser. So Gemara says it's not a question. Hasam hainu time Rabbi Yehuda over there. What's Rabbi Yehuda's reasoning? Misham da because a person might end up making a trick. He might end up being sly and sneaky and he might crush them up on purpose but say oh I did it by mistake I didn't realize and in order to prevent that situation Rabbi Hud in this particular case will be Geyser Shagig Atumezid even though it's a Drabanon but in other cases he's not Geyser Shagig Atumezid by Drabanons but now the Gemara says Rami Drabiasi Adrabiasi we have a seeming steer and Shittas Drabiasi himself then on we have a Mishnah now as we just said before if Arla or Kilayim Bekarim gets mixed up with Mutter produce the ratio of Bittal is 1 in 200 however here we're going to see that this is only once the produce is detached from the ground if it's Mechaber there's no Bittal. So for example, let's say he has 200 trees that are not Arla or Kilayim Bekarim, and then he has a tree that's Arla that's planted among them, and he loses that tree, he doesn't know which one is Arla, we don't say that there's Betel, because everything is still attached to the ground. So as Misha tells us, A sapling, a young tree,
tree that's either Arla or Kalim Bekarim, Shinas Arvim Nateas Acheres, it got mixed up with other trees, with other saplings. Harez Aloyalakate, he's not allowed to pick the fruits off of this tree. That's because there's going to be Bittel once he picks the fruit off the tree. Everything's going to be all mixed together now as he's picking them. And so when he's picking them, it's like he's being Mevatal Isser Lechatchila. We're not allowed to do that. For example, let's say we have one fruit of Arla that falls into a basket of 199 of Chulin, so there's no Bittel. He's not allowed to take one fruit of Chulin and throw it into this mixture, now making it one to 200 ratio and being mevatolet. That's called a mevatolet So that's why lechatchila, he's not allowed to go around picking all these fruits from the trees because the Arla fruits are going to end up getting mixed up with the non-Arla fruits and there's going to be bittel chatchila. However, if he did end up picking them, there is bittel 1 in 200. As long as he didn't have in mind that when he's picking them, there's going to be bittel. And the reason why there would be bittel here when he does a peshaygig is because this fellow probably thought that there was already bittel while it was still mechubber, even though we know there isn't, but he thought there was. Therefore, when he picked the produce, he didn't have intent to be mevatole. However, Rabbi Yossi and Rabbi Yossi says, even if this person had intention to pick this fruit and he knew that it would become bottle only once he picked it, still, there's bitl 1 in 200. So he claims Rabbi Yossi is not geyser over here. So the Gemara says, Itmar Allah was already stated on that. Amar Rava, Rava says, We have a chazaka, we have a very strong presumption, meaning we basically know for sure that a person is not going to answer his vineyard with one tree, with one sapling that's Arla. If a person has a whole bunch of vines or a whole bunch of trees that are not Arla, and he comes to plant one that is Arla, he's definitely going to mark that one which is Arla so it doesn't get lost and mixed up in all the other ones. And if he accidentally forgot to mark it, so now it's mixed up, and him forgetting to mark it is completely uncommon. We have chazaka, a person's not going to asser his vineyard with one Natiyah that's Aser, and therefore if we happen to have a situation like this one, where one Natiyah of Arla or Kiliakarim did get mixed up inside, there's still no reason to be geyser that everything that's picked from here is Aser, because this is an almost impossible situation to find, so we don't have to be chashish that this is going to happen again. And moving on to a brand new Mishnah, we had quoted this on the previous daf, HaKaihanim Shepiglu B'Mikdash, Kaihanim that didn't have either with a carbon, they either shechted it or they sprinkled his blood with a machshav of Pigl, Mezidin, if they did so amazed, Chayavin, so they're Chayav to reimburse the owner, because they passed the carbon. And then Mar says, Tanarban, we have a Brisa, Hayo Isa Ima B'Taharais, a fellow is working with his friends Taharais, Va'amrlai, and then he tells him, Taharais Shasisi Imach, those Taharais that I did for you, Nitmu, they became Tomei, or Hayo Isa Ima B'Zvachim, a kind is bringing a carbon for his friend, Va'amrlai, and then he tells him, Zvachim Shasisi Imach, that carbon that I did for you, Nispaglu became Pegol. So in both these situations, Naman the fellows believed, Aval Amrlai, but if he tells him, Taharais Shasisi Imach, Biyayim Plaini, those Taharais that I did for you on that particular day, Nitmu, they became Tomei, or if the kind says, Zvachim Shasisi Imach, Biyayim Plaini, Nispaglu, that carbon that I brought for you on that day, it became Pigol, Eino Naman is not believed. So we ask, Mashna Reisho, Mashna Seifa, what's the difference when the Reisho is believed and the Seifa is not believed? So we have Machlaikas, Amr Abay Abay says, Kol Shabiyadai Naman. If it's Biyadai, if he's able to Aser it, he's able to Metame it or be Mephagal it right now, so he's Naman to say that it became Tameh or that it's Pigol. But when he says, those things that I did for you on that day, let's say it was two or three days ago, and now he doesn't have access to those Taharis anymore, or the kind brought the carbon two days ago, so he can't be mafagal the carbon anymore. So since it's not be yadai lasois, he's not believed. Whereas Rav Amarava says it's different. He had found him. He bumped into him and he didn't say anything to him. Ulabasarachin afterwards Ashchei found him. Bamerle and then he told him it became tame or it was pegel. So then he's not believed. In other words, let's say this fellow was working with his friends Taharis on Sunday, or he was a kind that shechted the carbon on Sunday. On Monday he bumped into this fellow and didn't say anything, and then on Tuesday he bumped into the fellow and told him, by the way. Those taharis that I did for you on Sunday, they really became tame. Or that carbon that I shechted for you on Sunday, that's pigol. 
Over there, he's not believed because he had bumped into him on Monday and he didn't say anything. So he's not believed to postulate it on Tuesday. And now we're going to have a few cases about this. Who the Amr Lechai told his friend, Those Taharas that I did for you on that day, Nitmu, they became Tomei. He came to Rabbi Ami, he told him, That according to logic, he shouldn't be believed. Now Amr Lefan Rabbi told him, Rabbi, you say that. This Rabbi Yechan says the name Rabbi Yechan, What am I supposed to do? The Torah did believe him. In other words, even though he's commenting on something that happened on a particular day, and it's not right here, still he's believed. Now we ask, where do we see that the Torah didn't believe him? So Rav Yitzchak Rabbezna, he explains as follows, the Kohen Gadol Anyim Kippur will prove this to be true. Now we know that Anyim Kippur, there are two karbonas, which the Kohen Gadol sprinkles their blood, both in the Kodesh Kadashim and in the Heichal. And if he had a Machshavah's Pigel when doing so, the carbon would be puzzle. So where do we see that a Kohen is able to say that this carbon that's not biyadi Lasois anymore, became Pigel? Because when the Kohen said, as Piggle, that I was mefagel this carbon, Mehemon, he's believed. Now, how would we know that the Kayan Gadol made this carbon piggle? Vaksiv, the Pasuk says, Adam then no one's allowed to be in the oil maid. No one's allowed to be in the Heichal when the Kayan Gadol is sprinkling the blood of these carbonos. So, how is anyone supposed to know that the Kayan Gadol was mefagel these carbonos? It must be that even after the fact, we believe the Kayan Gadol to say, you should know, as mefagel the carbon. So, Mar says, no, we don't want the Pagil. Maybe referring to a situation where we heard that the Kayan Gadol made them piggle. Not because he told us, we actually heard him expressing it. And that's because when we're dealing with Pigel as a whole, the Kayan has to verbalize that he's being Mephagel the Karbon. As the Pasuk tells us, And the understanding of the word is that it can't be a Machshava, it can't just be a thought of Pigel, it has to be that he expresses it verbally that he's being Mephagel the Karbon. So who says that we're trusting the Kayan Gadol to say that he was Mephagel Maybe we heard him being Mephagel The Gemara says it's still not so, because Elav de Mehemen, if not for the fact that we're believing him that he made a Pigel, even if we heard him being Mephagel he still wouldn't be believed. Why is that? Maybe he said it after the fact. Meaning, when he was in the Heichel or Kaj Kedashim sprinkling the blood, remember, no one's there with him, so we can't see what he's doing. So even if we heard him announce in a really loud voice that he's sprinkling his blood with intention of Chutz so now that's Pigel. It's very possible that he said this after he sprinkled the blood, so it still wouldn't be considered Pigel unless we believe him to say that he did it while he was sprinkling the blood. Once again, we have a riot that he's believed. But the Gemara says, no, it's not necessarily riot because with Dilma de Chazinu Pishpesh, maybe we saw him through the Peshpesh. Now, what's that? So, before one entered the Heichal, there was a small room called the Beis HaChalifais, which is the place where all the Shechita knives were kept. And in this Beis HaChalifais, there was a little opening where one can view what's going on inside the Heichal. And there was also a small opening where one could see what's going on in the Kaddish Kadashim. So, it still was possible that someone was actually watching the Kain Gadol while he was sprinkling the blood and knew that the Kain Gadol expressed this Machshav of Pigol at the very same time that he did Zrika Saddam. And so, therefore, we don't have a riot from here. And the Gemara says, Kasha, you're right. We have a good Kasha. It's not necessarily a Raya. And then Mark continues with another story. There was something that came to Rabbi Ami. He told him, That's Sefer Torah that I wrote for that other guy. The names of Hashem that were in the Sefer Torah, I didn't write them Lashma. So the Sefer Torah is possible. He told him, Sefer Torah beyond me. Who's the Sefer Torah by? Do you still have it or did you give it to that guy already? He told him, It's in the hand of the buyer. The buyer already paid me for it and he has the Sefer Torah. Amr Lehi told him, You're believed to lose your schar. You said that you 
possible to save for Tyra, so you have to give him back his money. But Viyat Hanemel has to save for Tyra, you can't possible to save for Tyra because it's not by you anymore. Now, Amr Rabbi Yirmi asked him, you understand that he would lose the schar for writing those Shemus Hashem. Let's say he gets paid per hour and it took him a total of five hours to write Shemus Hashem, so he'd have to give back that five hours worth of pay. But schar to save for Tyra, Kulay said, does he lose the schar of the entire Sefer Tyra? He doesn't. He didn't do anything wrong to the rest of the Sefer Tyra. So Amr told him, in, yes, he actually does lose the schar for the entire Sefer Tyra. Shekal Sefer Tyra, Shein Azkar, Shalai, Ksuvis Lashman, any Sefer Tyra that the Shemus Hashem inside were not written Lashma. It's not worth anything. Ask the Gemara, why so? Let the cipher take his kolmes, his quill, and trace over those shemas Hashem with the proper intention, being Mekadesh them, and now the Sefer Torah will be kosher. And clearly we don't say that. So the Gemara tells us, come on, who's this like? Name it like Rabbi Yehuda. Let's say it's not like Rabbi Yehuda. Let's say a cipher needs to write Hashem's name. He needs to write Yud Kei Yehuda. But he makes a mistake and thinks that he has to write the word Yehuda. So he starts writing Yud Kei Vav with intention that he's going to be writing the name Yehuda. But Vitah, he made another mistake, he accidentally didn't write Yehuda with a Dalid, so he ends up having the name yud Vavke. He has Hashem's name here, but he didn't intend to write Hashem's name, he intended to write the name Yehuda. So what does he do? Mavral of Komus from Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Yehuda says that he just simply takes his Komus, his quill, and he traces over the name with intention that it should be Hashem's name, and it's a Kasher Shem Hashem. Whereas the Chambar and the Chambar argue, and they say, in Hashem and Amokhar, this is not the proper way to write Hashem's name. So clearly we see that Rabbi Ami does not hold like Rabbi Yehuda. Because according to Rabbi Yehuda, if we have a Shem Hashem which wasn't written with the proper Kavana, we could just simply trace over it with the proper Kavana. So Gemara says, no, I feel the same Rabbi Yehuda. We could even say that Rabbi Yehuda would agree in this case because Akalikam Rabbi Yehuda, Rabbi Yehuda only says we're allowed to trace over a Shem Hashem, Elamachada Askara, only when we're dealing with one Shem Hashem, so we could trace that over. I'll the coolest Saver Tyra, but if we have a whole Saver Tyra that all the Shemas Hashem weren't written with the proper Kavana, lie, we're not allowed to trace over all them. Mishum de Mexicimanomer, it looks like a spotted Saver Tyra, and that's not considered a beautiful Saver Tyra, and even according to Rabbi Yehuda, that would be possible. And now, a similar case, who would also look at Rabbavo? A cipher came to Rabbavo. Armale, he said, That's Sefer Torah that I wrote for so and so. Gvilin Shaloi, Loi Ibatim Lashman. It's Gvilin, meaning it's parchment. It's cloth, wasn't processed Lashma, meaning I didn't make the cloth Lashma. Armale told him, Sefer Torah Biad me. Who's holding on to the Sefer Torah? Armale told him, Biad Lakeach. It's by Lakeach already. I gave it to the buyer. Armale, Rabbavo told him, Since you're believed to lose your schar, since you said that it's possible, so you would have to give him his money back. Also believed to possible to say for Tyra. Ask the Gemara. What's the difference between this case and the case of Rav Ami? In this case, the Sefer is going to lose all of the payment that he received for writing the Sefer Tyra. So why is it in the case of Rav Ami we say the Sefer Tyra is still kosher, but over here we say the Sefer Tyra is possible? The Gemara answer is awesome. Over there, Iklamema, we could technically say the Tyra is Rabbi Yirmiyah. This Sefer made a mistake in Shita's Rabbi Yirmiyah, as we had said that according to Rabbi Yirmiyah, he would only lose the schar for writing the Azkaros. As we had said, let's say it took him five hours of work and he gets paid per hour, so he's going to have to give back that amount. So it's possible the Sefer just said this to start up, and really, the Sefer Torah is not possible. And he figured to himself, I'm not going to lose much anyway if I say this. At worst, they're going to make me pay just for those Karais. So that's how we could say that the Sefer Torah is still kosher. But huh, over here, came the Kamasad Kuliagre, since he knows that by coming and saying that the parchment is possible, that he's going to be losing out on all of his schar, Vasava Amar, and still he came and told us this, Amr Kushtaka Amar, we have to say, it must be he's telling us the truth, and he's not just saying this to start up with us and make us Meshuggah, but it's really true, the parchment really was possible, so therefore we're going to have to possible the Sefer as well, in this case, besides we're just making him lose his schar. We're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with a brand new Mishnah, for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.